0: Bienvenido, damas y caballeros. Welcome back to Freeform Radio on the Freeform Network. Follow us on Twitter at Freeform Network. But let's jump into it. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Daniel. Got with us today, Andy.
1: It's all good, Andy. Uh, glad everybody's able to make it and uh just talk
0: your ears off. Yes, sir. And we got Noel. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Happy to be here. Yeah, man. Uh, if my math is right, which is usually is Andy, uh, episode one eighty nine, man, we're getting close to that 200. It's a, it's kind of crazy and incredible to think that we've been going this, this long, but, uh, Andy, another show that's been going for a long time is, uh, cops. And I see here, you, you started watching it. I don't know if you're watching the old school ones or the new ones, because it was on a hiatus for a while. Cause I, I think it was, uh, that whole, um, uh floyd thing they kind of went off the air so i think i heard that they're back but fill us in on what you're watching
1: so the no it was even after uh the the issue with floyd and uh, the black lives matter it did go on hiatus here in the united states but they still had contracts with uh networks in europe so they continue to film it but uh just to backtrack a little the reason I, I I restarted it you know we uh I have a baby in the house now and he doesn't allow you to he requires a lot of attention and I don't have time to uh, to deepen the get watch these uh, shows where I get like deep into thought and like watching every little uh, tidbit of uh of like uh, examples and and things on the show to try to solve stuff uh, i.e yellowstone and, and you know, all these shows that uh they throw a lot at you in an hour <clears throat> and so with andy uh that's my son being born me and my wife have been like <laughs> we haven't really been able to watch stuff together so i can only take So I started uh, Pluto TV has cops, right? And then they just throw a bunch of old episodes in some of the early 2000s. And so I started rewatching them. And uh, uh, the the reason I bring it because I kind of remember the old episodes, like the cops, just like a lot of them were like tough and shit. And then I saw some newer episodes like during the pandemic. And then even after some after Floyd, (laughs) needless to say, policing uh, has changed a lot. And since the show has been on the air, I think since like the mid 90s and um, it all started with I started watching new shows and someone was uploading them on YouTube and I was just like they were pulling over people. There was the pandemic. Uh,
0: Were they wearing like masks and stuff?
1: Yeah, some of them were wearing masks. And the cops were like... This is post-Floyd, uh, that whole riot of, like, 2020. And the cops were like... They would talk more. They would listen to people.
0: Uh, talk more, more as opposed to kick ass, or what?
1: Yeah, dude, it's just, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, they would talk to, more to the person they pull over. And a lot of it's, like, drug stuff, and... They're like, oh, you have marijuana. Well, I'm not looking for marijuana, right? Because it's legal in a lot of states now. A lot of it's like that fentanyl and stuff. Right. And a lot of the people they were pulling over, it looked like it was just like poor, like white people, like rednecks and stuff. And they were almost, and when they pulled over somebody of color, they were like, like more easygoing. They'd ask a lot of questions, they were patient. And then, Even if they did do something, they're like, I'm going to give you a ticket because it's the pandemic and I can't take it to court. They're going to call you and you might go to court or not. And like, thank you and have a good day. (laughs) Like, it was just fucking weird. And I'm like, damn, man, like cops has changed. Right. And then I remember on YouTube, they had a live channel. And then I remember on Pluto TV, they have their own channel and I started rewatching and they would throw a lot of old episodes and damn bro I was just like this is the cops I remember they fucking up motherfuckers tackling them tasing them choking them out like it was just fucking like damn it's like night and day like it is unreal like there was one they were they pulled the guy over uh the cops were all like pissed off or something because he was driving really slow and then he finally pulls over when do you think then, it was the
0: 80s or 90s or
1: it had to be like late 90s i want to say okay. like 98 99 and then the guy the cops are like the old school put your hands out the window you know come out slowly and like the one cop's like he is amped the fuck up like he's like yelling like stop moving do only do what i tell you to do And then, dude, like, he gets out of the car, and he's, like, (laughs) he's, like, he's, like, hey, man, like, my knees hurt. Just shut up. Like, get back up. And then they find, like, he has his arms over behind his head interlocked, and the cop tells him, get on your knees. And then he slowly turns around, and out of the blue on the... Left side of the TV, a fucking cop is sparing him. Did you just see him flying and tackle him to the ground? (laughs) You see that guy's, the, the guy came out of the car. His face hits the, like, the gravel. He's spitting out blood. And then the cop's like, stop fucking resisting. He's like, I'm trying to tell you I can't bend my knee. I can't bend it. I just had, like, surgery. Like, stop fucking moving. And they're like, they're ready to mace him and then they get him over he's like what's wrong he's like i had surgery in my knee i can't bend it that's why he's like you should have listened to us man he's like i'm trying to explain to you and the cop starts getting like stop being like stop fucking resisting he's like how am i resisting like shut up and then they just pick him up <laughs> the guy's like yeah he was listening to our commands and the sergeant comes and he's explaining it to him the sergeant's like good job I'm like, dude, like, if you would have taken, like, the five seconds to listen to this guy, you wouldn't have to fucking spear him like a wrestler and shit.
0: Yeah, man, I, you know me, man, I, I have a lot of respect and for the cops and, and all that. And I know it's a difficult job, but I used to defend them a lot for a lot of stuff that happens. Uh, uh, lately, especially because I know it's a difficult job. But more and more, I'm starting to think that, man, these these, some cops have a a little bit of a power trip sometimes, and I get it. The person that you're pulling over should follow your commands uh, wholeheartedly, but they also need to be receptive to audio feedback from the suspect and be able to tell them I have this, I have that problem, I can't do this. Uh, You know stuff like that and be able to be receptive. I know it just happened I I was just watching the video today actually that some guy got beat up uh, And pretty bad man. He got kicked in the face and and whatnot. So man, this this stuff is still going on, but uh, I don't know man. I don't know what to believe because I I do want to Be sympathetic to the police officers and the job that they have to protect us
1: That's what I'm saying like that one to me with the guy, I think the, the, the cop jumped the gun a little bit. But there's other episodes where they're, like, chasing somebody. They're running away. They're, like, fucking tackling them and shit. Like, that's like that's normal. That's And today they'll be like, oh, you didn't have to do all that shit. And then, uh, <clears throat> but, again, uh, back in, the, like I said, the 90s one, they're a little bit more. They're not messing around. They're more take- charge type of attitude and they're like i'm not gonna let i'm like if anybody's gonna get fucked up it's not gonna be me (laughs) so (laughs) that's the feeling i got and i saw in a lot of episodes they're just like like they're just pushing people down spread them and the other thing is the the way they communicate to them they're always like uh they're like they're they're trying to get them to incriminate themselves like just be honest with me man i'm gonna help you i'm gonna help you and i'm like okay and like and some of the guys fall for it and they're like okay man i appreciate you being honest so you're gonna get all these charges now (laughs) but thank you for cooperating and i'm just like damn dude he just got fucked over but um it's just it's night and day man like the the new ones I literally see them just get some, like, weed and stuff. And they're just like, ah, I don't care about that. And then they give it back to them. And they give them tickets and and stuff like that. And it's, uh... And back in the day, they got, like, a fucking dime bag. And they're, like, fucking taking them down and handcuffing them and shit. And, like, fucking tasing them and stuff. And they're fucking them up, dude. (laughs) There's one, the guy, he ran... And uh the cop I saw the cop they were wrestling, he grabbed his baton, and he just started cracking his knee. And the fucking guy finally went down. I'm like and then the recording for cops, I'm like, you won't see that shit today. Today that's just like I think that cop probably would have been fired and shit. And then you see a lot more chokes and the old cops, the old cops episodes, and you see a lot of the knee the back stuff like you see a ton of that's what that whole floyd thing right that and th- those old episodes you see a ton of that dudes just got their knees on these guys's back not their neck their back like their upper back you see a ton of that so it is obviously that was some training method that they showed them because you see that all over the fucking place on, on the older cops
0: yeah, I mean, the the show came out, I was just Googling it now, it says in 1989, so if this episode was in the 90s, maybe these cops weren't as um, aware of prosecution from being filmed or, you know, that they wouldn't get into any kind of trouble because none of that uh, stuff was recorded I... before, cell phones weren't prevalent, so maybe that's where the aggressiveness of some of the cops back in the day, but i don't know man just like i mentioned it looks like it still happens even today
1: i I think back then they had uh, cops had uh, police officer had more support from the public and the the court system and institution than they do now and uh and right now with everything since floyd which you know that's pretty messed up the whole memphis thing i saw I, i haven't seen the video but everybody's up in arms it's like five cops versus one. Uh, right. It has. I'm assuming if people are pissed, it's going to be pretty rough to see what, what what's going on with them. And uh, so we'll see. But uh, to me, get watch it, man. Have a flashback. Like I remember when Cops came out back in the day. It was like this reality TV before reality TV, and uh, a lot of drunk people and shit like that. People doing stupid shit. But uh, th- there's times where they got serious and they're fucking people up. Um, the other thing, uh, real quick, uh, I know y'all saw that video of that girl recording her workout. Cause you know, people or guys are staring at her. Apparently this is a big thing now where, uh, people are recording their workouts, like at public gyms. I, when I used to go to the gym, it wasn't a thing I, I'm imagining now. Like, it's pretty popular i mean do you go to the gym noel store nanny do you see people women or guys just recording the workouts and talking to themselves or they're blogging it i don't know what the deal is to me it's pretty strange
0: so um i i work out at home now thankfully uh i used to be a member of planet fitness and i want to say when i was that was back in like 2012 2013 um instagram wasn't where it is TikTok wasn't even around and youtube well there was a lot of youtubers it people weren't as famous as they are now on youtube so i think all those three things instagram youtube and and tiktok all those three things made it so that people are just always broadcasting what they're doing they're they're taking pictures of their food they're broadcasting their workouts and all sorts of shit so uh I haven't experienced it, but I I do see on YouTube people posting that. And I I did hear about one controversial one where this woman recorded um, her her workout, but it wasn't really about that. It was about calling out some guy she thought was staring at her. And he ended up working at the gym and she called him out and he wasn't even staring at her As, as people replayed the video. He wasn't even staring. He just looked over for a second and he looked back. And she she called him out and made a fool of herself and got kicked out of the gym because he worked there and he's like, you know what, if you're gonna give me attitude, you know, you can get out of here.
1: <laughs> Apparently, she apologized because um, she did. She was sticking by her guns, and then people on social media started saying like, you're the you're the one may, blowing this out of proportion. Nobody sees what you're what you claim to be happening. And she later apologized, but <clears throat> that led me to believe like. Is that, like, a thing now? Like, and I saw more videos of mostly women. There's some guys posting that, you know, they're recording the workouts. And I'm like, like, I don't get this. Like, like, when I would go to the gym and I was going six days a week, I would take a picture of what I, on the cardio, what I, how many miles I ran for that day. I mean, that was the most of it. But Right.
0: I I could speak a little bit on this. I, I've been going to the gym um last time i went was a few weeks ago and i i didn't see people recording workouts but i did see in the guy's gym as i'm changing that guys are taking like short videos or taking pictures of themselves (laughs) flexing in the mirror (laughs) and i thought it was weird i'm like i mean now now None of these guys are, you know, I didn't start staring or anything, but these guys, the few that I saw, they're just like people, like regular people that just had a workout. So they're not like swole, like they're not they're on not juice jacked. and uh, yeah. nothing like that. So, I don't know if it's like yeah, I'm new in the gym and man, I I just did like uh, 20 reps and I could feel it, man. I want to take a picture and, and see if I could see it in this picture kind of thing. I, I, I don't know what it is. And I even asked Junior, I'm like, does that make sense? Do people do that at school? And he's just like, no. And I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I don't, I don't, maybe it's, I'm out of tune. I don't know.
1: You're not with it, Dad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like to me, I, I get it. Like she said, I don't get it, but. I know people want record stuff. Uh, I just, I don't know what's next, man. Like, like if I saw somebody like in the, in the locker room recording themselves, like, yeah, I feel like that's not cool.
0: Yeah. It's uh, like an invasion of privacy a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's kind of a weird one. I know the gym stuff, uh, like the, the workout, I've never personally seen it. I've never seen no one. Stream it or anything like that But Yeah I mean let us know if you guys do that At ffnquestions at gmail.com If you record your workout Or are you blogging it or are you Streaming it or TikToking or whatever you do it.
0: Speaking of recording I Did you guys hear just a few days ago I, I was hearing on the radio That they're going to start allowing Binary people to post Their breasts on TikTok and Instagram <laughs> <laughs> For real <laughs> It, as long as it, if you designate yourself as a like nine binary, which I don't understand all those labels, uh, as long as you don't say that you're a woman, you could post your boobs now on on the internet. And I was just okay. like, I'm like, okay, i like, I wonder how where this is gonna go.
1: Yeah, I didn't hear that. It's uh, it's an ever changing uh, uh, landscape, and uh, especially with the with the gender and binary stuff so let us know what you guys think but uh let's uh change it up a little bit uh something more sensible i see uh noel uh started watching uh something on hbo max which might not be by the end of the year might be a different name but started watching the last of us which i believe was a video game uh that danny highly recommended i never played it though but uh i know it's getting some good reviews what's the deal with it is it worth the watch
0: so yeah i mean i I haven't played the games uh when i had the ps4 there was the remastered that came with it and i played it for like maybe half an hour an hour and then i kind of put it to the side i was gonna play it again like another another time but i never got around to it so i don't know the story but um the show is pretty decent, man. I, I definitely recommend it. Uh, it's got the guy from The Mandalorian, uh, Pedro Pascal, and he he is a good actor, man. He he actually did well as this character, or is doing well as this character. And uh, I don't really want to spoil anything. I don't want to really give any too much too many details. I'll just say that uh, it, it it definitely has my attention. Uh, for somebody that doesn't know about the game and the story. Uh, It still draws me in. I'm into it because of of the way it's showing the story. And uh, it has, like, these zombie-like creatures that are pretty freaking cool. Uh, It's what I wish Resident Evil would have been in all the movies they made and in the TV show they did. They horribly butchered Resident Evil. But had they done it like this, man, that would have been so sick to see. Um, So I do recommend it two episodes in. Episode three will air Today. at the time of this recording, which is the 29th. So, yeah, um, I'm excited to see episode three. I mean, I'm even thinking of doing like a free trial for HBO Max. And if, it, if it's that good by the end of it, maybe I'll pay for that month. I don't know. Hell yeah, man. I signed up to HBO Max uh, just so I could watch this because The Last of Us, like Andy mentioned, it's a great video game. Part one is awesome. Part two is very, very, very good. Uh, but a lot of people don't like it, and I could see kind of why. But this first one and the TV show are very similar. There are a few little differences. But I agree with you, man. This HBO Max show, it's really awesome. And these first two episodes had me pumped, and I, I can't wait for tonight's. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I'm excited. You, are you ever gonna play the game, Andy?
1: Nah, probably not, man. With uh, well, my sonny, I was asked this week, like, "Hey, do you are you gaming? Like, what games are you playing?" Like, dude, I have a baby at home. Like, he's uh, he's constantly needs attention. He doesn't let you know a long, no, long time. As I, I be, I got uh, just real quick, I got all these no rush credits for um, Amazon from other Christmas. Right, And we wanted to watch Yellowstone So I started buying the episodes on Prime Because I could buy like the whole half season of 5 or whatever And we got them it was just, We haven't had time to watch them Because we're always dealing with the baby And like I said, I want to watch it Where I'm not getting interrupt, uh, interrupted So, I mean
0: I guess you gotta wait until he's like 15 Then Or
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least when he <laughs> sleeps better at night Because I want to I don't, we don't put the TV on as much when he's around. I just put it for football because uh, he'll watch some of that and he'll like settle down. But I don't want him watching like, like movies and shit all louder TV shows. But
0: oh, yeah, I mean, man. It, Andy, you're going to be that dad, man. You're like, oh, I don't want my son to uh, play GTA because, you know, he's going to be shooting guns. No, he can and...
1: play that when he's older, but not right uh. now. Like I don't even let the tablet when I'm watching the tablet. Like he'll stare at it, and I'm like, "Alright, time to turn it off," because he knows it's something. He knows right, that he right. touch it, the screen moves. But going back to Noel, like yeah, the I do. I know it's been getting uh, a lot of great reviews on uh, on, on uh, Twitter, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I I might check it out down the road. Um and I don't know, HBO Max, like I said earlier, it might not even be around before the end of the year. Who knows what it's—it might merge with Discovery Plus, and I know they're canceling more shows, so we'll see if it'll make it past the first season.
0: Yeah, that that is a good point, and I'm sure this is not a cheap show to produce, so I, I am kind of worried about it as well if there's going to be a second season, but— they they yeah. did announce a second season yesterday.
1: Well, and, again, and yesterday yeah. they also they canceled more DC shows. They canceled Titans and uh, Doom Patrol. And oh wow! I was, I was reading wow. that they really didn't get a, the the creators and producers didn't get a commitment earlier when they they started filming season four, so they kind of. Figured that this might be it, so they kind of did this season going towards like this is the the final season because they couldn't get a commitment out of uh, the Warner Brothers or DC or whatever. So and then it came out yesterday they canceled the shows.
0: Man, that's a bummer, dude. I I actually really liked Doom Patrol and Titans, though I thought those were like really well done and more for like a mature audience. Right, Doom Patrol to, to CW. Doom Patrol, that's that one clip you were showing me, Andy. The, the one where everybody was just like like orgasming I me mean, yeah like together <laughs> yeah and i was just like jesus christ this is what they're showing on doom patrol i'm like right, man this is kind of weird i was kind of interested in watching it but once i saw that clip i'm like i don't know man this seems too far out there i don't Your know turn, like out. i'm
1: interested now it turned into it's a must watch <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, it's one of those shows you, you need context to understand it it's it's not like they do that every episode. That was that isolated incident that was made. Like you need context. You need to know how it got there, and then you'll understand why they did that. I guess it's a live action Rick and Morty. Maybe it looked like. Yeah, no. and even that got
1: this controversy right now. Rick and Morty, with the they fired the the, the creator of it or something, right? Because he beat up his partner or girlfriend, I don't know what the case is.
0: Jeez, man, that's it's a crazy world right now, man. Holy shit.
1: Imagine that getting like getting kicked off of a show or property that you invented. Like kinda like Vince McMahon getting kicked out of a company he created and made it into a billion dollar company and then they're like, see ya, we don't want you here no more. And then he came back, but I don't know if this guy's coming back.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's crazy. Dude. I, I hope the show itself doesn't go away, but...
1: No, they already said they're making more episodes without him. And also, he was the voice of Rick and Morty. So they're already recasting who's going to do the voices.
0: Yeah, uh, man, I don't know. I don't know about all that. Damn, dude, that's, that's unfortunate. And it's hard. It's like a controversial thing. It's hard to... It's complicated if if he has domestic violence involved. I really can't speak on any of that. that sucks, man.
1: That's all I know. I didn't look into details, but it was trending on Twitter Friday that he uh, adult Swim and uh, all this like yeah, he's not gonna be part of the show going forward and there's gonna be a new season and we're recasting actors for the voices and all this other stuff. so I was like, damn and like and all I know, he had some domestic uh, abuse allegations. Uh, I don't know if he's gone to trial or whatever the case, but they're like, we're just, see ya, bro, we're moving on from you.
0: Man, it is what it is, man. You know, good shows come and go, and it's one of those things, just like with Doom Patrol and Titans, those were good shows where they lasted, and, you know, at least we had those good seasons up till now. and. Well, Last of Us, good thing they got a Season 2 coming. Uh, I'm excited. I want to see it. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's all I got for that. Um, Another thing I've been doing recently is I've been testing out a bunch of Blu-rays and the 4K uh, discs on the PS5. And I finally have a good comparison for you. I think when I first told you about the PS5, you had asked me the, how that Snyder Cut was going to be. And so <laughs> it, it is a long freaking movie. It needed right. two discs to watch. And uh, it did have like the bars and everything. It was four like, know,
1: as, uh, aspect ratio. is four three, not widescreen.
0: Right, yeah, it was yeah. It was really bizarre, man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I got used to it, and uh, it's, it, it's overall a good movie, you know. So yeah, I was happy to have it as part of the collection. But uh, you you know, I'm a horror guy. I love horror movies, and so I, I got my collection and my library growing with that, with all that. I got the original exorcist i got um as above so below is more of a newer movie Amityville horror i got texas chainsaw i got the friday the 13th collection evil dead collection um so I, i've been you know building this library and seeing it on the ps5 and then it being upscaled with my tv's you know chip that it has built in it, it's looking fantastic man i i am really excited about it I will say, though, what surprised me was there are some Blu-rays that will up-convert to the point where it looks like it's 4K. And it makes me wonder if it's even worth paying extra to get the 4K. You know what I mean? Like if a Blu-ray is like, let's say, 12 bucks, and the 4K is like 20 bucks, is it worth paying that extra $8 when the TV and PS5 do a good job of up-converting it to 4K in the first place? Right, so. yeah. The the but the PlayStation Four would upscale DVDs to make mm-hmm. them Blu-ray quality, yeah. and the PlayStation Five does the same thing. It upreses Blu-rays to make them like super sampled uh, 4K HD movies, but it's not the official 4K because you're yeah. just stretching or stretching the the regular Blu-ray.
1: The, that's a debate that's been going on since beginning of uh, DVDs and, like, when Blu-ray and the 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 resolution. And, like, I remember DVD. Someone claimed that DVDs was high resolution because they were shot in digital format. And then, so, they're, like, Blu-ray was unnecessary. But then, uh, then I go on with the PS4 and all that and other players that upscaled it to like 720 or some goofy shit or 1080 whatever and now i was reading that you're not the first person to bring that up about the 4k and the blu-ray and how their shot is really like in this type of resolution and you don't need this like it's it's a debate that's been going on since the beginning of like this media and with the resolution and the upscaling
0: yeah yeah I'm still trying to figure that out because there there are some blu-rays that that look really good really crisp like the sharpness is there the details there and um, you know well, we'll see we'll see I I have a, a library I'm building a 4k as well like I got some old old-school ones I got the shining I got the sequel dr sleep I got hereditary invisible man I, I got a bunch of 4k ones as well but I'm wondering now like going forward is it worth spending that extra money? Because, like I said, some of these Blu-rays, so, some of them will even come with the Blu-ray as well. It'll be mm-hmm. the 4K and the Blu-ray. And I'll test them, and I'm like, yep, like the Blu- Blu-ray looks phenomenal, you know, on this 4K. So I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's worth spending that in extra money. And uh, recently, I've been on eBay just getting some better deals with these Blu-rays. I just recently got... Um, one of my favorite movies growing up, uh, the original nineteen ninety Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the one with the uh, the Jim Henson Company, that made the the Teen the right. Turtle suits, mm-hmm. and then they had the Splinter uh, special effects and all that. So that that so was. My man, man, I
1: got those. I got the trilogy on Blu-ray. Traded a PS three game for it. Know, I'll just take it, I guess. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was trying to get them individually because I, I don't like the third one. The third one was, man. Were the they going sort of like a back into the just, past or something, right? Yeah, they go to like, like feudal samurai. Japan. Right, some shit. Yeah, man, it was trash, dude. Even as a kid, I knew it was corny and trashy. Especially the first two were, were so well done. Like the first two had the most realistic look. And the third one, it, was, it looked like they had like a plastic freaking halloween costume on like from fucking what is that yeah they changed the turtle's costume right yeah yeah it was horrible dude horrible and i mean pobre jim henson passed away in 1990 when or 89 or 90 around there when they were filming the first one so even the second one didn't have the same quality of the suits as the first one but it still was more like better produced and it had like a more realistic look to it but the third one I don't know if the budget wasn't there or what the hell happened, but it looked trash, man. But that that is what it is, man. Um, I, At least I have the first one on Blu-ray. It looked phenomenal. The, the sound quality is there. It's uncompressed, so, you know, it, it beats the streaming shit. I'm trying to get away from streaming and uh, trying to get in the best quality possible. And uh, speaking of quality, it looks like uh, you've been making some home improvements, Daniel, on the house. And, and can, you, can you give us a, a little bit of info on that? Yeah, man. Actually, uh, right before I started recording, I was I was in the attic doing a little bit more. But um, yeah, this this last cold spell that we had, uh, it's about a month ago now or at least like two, three weeks ago that it got like below zero for like four or five days in a row. I my my water pipes froze Uh, and I'm not sure if I brought it up on the podcast, but my my water pipes to the laundry room froze. And man, it was it was scary. I mean, this is my f- first, you know, going on to two years in this house, you know, full year, and I was worried. I'm like, man, when this thing thaws, is it gonna just like spew water everywhere? Luckily, knock knock on wood, thank God, everything worked out and it defrosted on its own. The water started flowing, and there wasn't no big problems. But I, I, what I ended up telling Alana is just like. I'm going to have, because it does have like an electrical rope on it, but the tape on it had been broken on so many pieces that it was kind of like drooping down. So this, this coil gets warm, but it's not touching the pipe. So it really can't do anything. So I told Alana, I'm like, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to cut all the pieces off and then retape it so that it's making contact with the pipe. And then I'm also going to put insulation wrapping around the piping. Um, well, at first, my first thought was, let me get somebody to do this. But man, I couldn't find anybody that would come over and look at it to give me a quote. So that's when I was just like, screw it. I'm going to do it myself. Uh, I went up there and I paid for it, man. My back was aching the next day. My knees, my my quads, my, back, my ass was hurting. I was just like, dang, man, what the hell's going on? But, I guess I'm just getting too old to to do these things on my own. But, um, you know, we got a cold spell coming up in these next few days, so we'll we'll see how the pipes um, turn out, if if they freeze again. Uh, If they do freeze again, hopefully nothing breaks, but uh, I'm kind of confident that with what I did, it should help, and hopefully the pipes won't freeze again. But, yeah, that was uh, one of the home improvements that I just did.
1: It sucks. I, I had a chainsaw, a light fixture in my wife's closet, <clears throat> and I had to get like on a fucking step stool, and like it was in a weird angle. It's something that should take you like ten minutes, and then always you pull shit out, shit's fucked up, and the wiring, and you gotta modify shit. <laughs> so I hate doing all that shit. I can do it. I just it's not it's not my thing to do. I don't like that.
0: Uh, I, I kind of dig it, man. I, I like doing it. It's just that, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of tools, and a lot of it is above, like, what I know. Uh, but I'll YouTube stuff for the, the pipes. I, I was YouTubing a bunch of stuff, and, and um I didn't know about this wire before, but it just so happened that the last time I was in the attic, I did touch that pipe, and it did feel a little warm. And I'm like, this is kind of weird. Why is this warm? And that's when I realized that that was the purpose of the cables, to keep that pipe warm. But um, another uh, improvement that we did is we actually put fans in uh, in Junior's room, like a, a ceiling fan. And then we finally fixed the light in the kitchen because uh, the light fixture in the kitchen, it would be on and off again where it would work. It was one of those like uh, fluorescent lights. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you had to bang it and shake it a little bit and then it would start working. Um, So it just became really frustrating to use that, that we would use the light in the dining room to kind of flash over into the kitchen. And then we would use the above stove light to kind of light the area there. So we had been doing that for almost a year until finally we had somebody take that old unit out because I didn't want the fluorescent light anyways and put uh, a light there in the kitchen so now the kitchen is lit a a lot more appropriately and then while they were fixing that light fixture we had them uh, fix the bathroom light because that one also was really dim Um, uh, it it would light up a little bit but not that well so while that's that's we had an electrician come out and, and do that other one i'm like hey can you take care of this bathroom one so he just did that one and man now it's like you're staring into the sun so i don't know if i went too far the other way <laughs> this thing is hey, too was, bright
1: was the electrician licensed and bonded by the state then
0: uh he does have a business but i didn't ask him that <laughs> <laughs> but he does have his own business his own llc so that if i sue him i'll just sue whatever his business has and Get not his, his nice own personal property yeah
1: all his light bulbs
0: all right, uh but really cool guy. Uh, uh He came out on a few different occasions because uh, he couldn't do it all in one day, and yeah, he took care of the work, and I, I was super happy and satisfied. At least for now, we'll, we'll see how the the work ends up holding out, and if this thing comes crashing on my head.
1: He did the fan too, or you did the fan?
0: No, he did. He did the fan as well. He swapped out the the light fixture, put the fan up, did the bathroom. the kitchen and then also in the laundry room it also had one of those fluorescent lights so we had them pull that down and put junior's old light fixture into that that uh laundry room so we, we we did quite a few improvements as far as the lighting and then uh my minor thing on the piping well we'll see if it holds up uh in the next cold spell that we get but uh like i mentioned right before uh, we started recording. I was up there because I had this leftover insulation roll where I only used a little bit of it. So I'm like, well, let me go throw it upstairs in whatever pockets that I see that are kind of low. So uh, I was up there right before this recording, cutting some up and then sh- shoving some into spots where I saw it was kind of low or light and it wasn't really insulated well, because as as you all know, man, you don't insulate your, your attic or your roof well. and Goodbye to your your heating bill because you're you're going to be paying up the ass. And um, it, I'm thinking maybe next year that'll be one of my improvements is to get the attic re-insulated because I heard it's a it's worth the money and it saves you a ton uh, in your heating and air conditioning bill. Right now, nah, that's good, man. It's good for our viewers to know this stuff can happen, dude. And it's uh it's good that you got it worked out because yeah, that's uh it's definitely a concern if it's some freezing and. You don't want anything to burst it just leads to delete some more issues and then water damage and et cetera. So, man, that's good. You got to figure it out. Yeah, for sure. And uh, this guy wasn't too expensive. So I, I, I was happy and uh, hopefully the improvements work out and it's not uh, something that I'll regret in, in years to come. But, yeah, the, the other thing I wanted to bring up is that um, a few weeks ago or months probably now, I watched that uh, Jeffrey Dahmer on Netflix. I'm not sure if you guys have watched this. Are you guys even curious in watching uh, stuff like this? The Jeffrey Dahmer doc, doc series uh, that they had?
1: I just know of it because they made a meme out of it with the TV thing. and then. Uh, but I didn't watch the, the miniseries or anything. Uh, but I know it exists.
0: Did, did yeah. you watch it, Noel? all? You know, uh, I have it on the list. I have a massive backlog right now on stuff to watch. Uh, but a lot of people at work have praised it, and they they were into it every week or whatever it was, and they would talk about it. Like it was like a yeah, like a month ago, they were like, it was like trending, you know. So everybody was talking about it. But uh, no, I haven't gotten around to see it. But I did hear that it's like a story. It's not like a documentary per se. But it's an actual like like a live reenactment almost like a a, not live but like a scripted reenactment don't they call those docu-series or or am I using the wrong term where yeah they like reenact you know supposedly what happened and they dramatize it
1: yeah it's just a mini-series or docu-series where they're just it's a something it's like entertainment you know they just made it to that where you can watch it in an hour fucking episode or whatever
0: Which is funny because I also watched on YouTube, after I watched the show, the what did they get wrong, what did they get Mm -hmm. right kind of thing. And it did show up that they did embellish a few things Mm -hmm. and make it more dramatic. But um, speaking on the show itself, on the Netflix, it was really good, man. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, my wife says that she gets worried with me sometimes because I'll watch like stuff like this. I watch like the the Waco uh, mini doc that they had for that and you know I, I like watch all these like mini series of these like horrific events that happen. but I, I tell her I'm like, I don't know, man, it's like fascinating to watch this stuff. Um, it, it, a lot of people like that like murder porn and like the forensic files and, sh- and stuff like that. And I do try not to watch a lot of that uh, just because it it does start kind of numbing your brain and you don't see the horrific events that are going on. So, uh, but anyways, back to this series, man, it was really well done. I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, Netflix usually does have some good documentaries. Um, I know I mentioned before the Boeing one. For that Chicago airplane company, that one was really good. The um, one at Three Mile Island, uh, where um, they had the the nuclear plant that almost uh, you know killed everybody, that one was a good series. So Netflix, man, they they do some good series, and I I, I enjoyed this one. Uh, and like Andy mentioned, uh, a few memes came out of it. Uh, not really a meme guy, so don't know too many of them, but. Uh, good show and I, I do kind of recommend it for anybody that's out there that's interested.
1: I've always liked, like made uh, back in the day they were made for TV or like the docu where they make a movie about real life like tragedies and shit like uh, I know Lifetime made a a movie about Drew Peterson <laughs> with Rob Lowe right. and uh, Chick Penny from Big Bang and I thought that movie like makes me fucking laugh, dude, because I know they embellished the character of Drew Peterson, and uh, it just... I'm like, yeah, he's like... It's just stupid, like... But I love watching those fucking movies, like the the Amy Fisher and all that crap, and like, I know they don't do it as much, everything goes to Netflix, but yeah, it's... They're fucking hilarious sometimes.
0: Right, right. But, uh, guys, I, I think we're... Uh, getting to that point where we're going to have to jump into our article of the week. So guys, this, this article that I found was on the New York Post, and it's about uh, a lady that passed away in Canada after waiting seven hours in the ER to get waited on. Uh, for a problem that was she was having some pain in her back and uh, ultimately ended up having pains breathing. Uh, and then she just had a, a ton of things going on where or, where she was just looking for something. But her wait was so long that she went into cardiac arrest and then ended up passing away. And uh, the, the article goes into a lot of details specific into the timeline of everything that she did. I guess she had gotten hurt uh, horseback riding she fell off her horse uh and then hurt hurt herself and was having some back pain uh from it and um she tried to put up with it or whatever but then they finally went to the er and they just kept like yeah you have to wait you have to wait and by the time they uh attended her did some rudimentary um, checks as far as uh, x-rays and whatnot They ended up finding out that she was bleeding inside, and that's what was causing a lot of the pain and a lot of discomfort. And she ended up passing away. So, uh, the the reason I kind of bring up this article, or I found it, because I know that it's really a big hot topic here in the U.S. about having, um, you know, federal, you know, insurance or everybody should have medical insurance, kind of thing. And this is a country that does have that where they provide it for all their citizens. But is this, you know, I know this is one circumstance. I don't know how many others they have like this. But would this be a byproduct of us having some kind of like global, or not global, but uh, nationwide insurance here for the U.S. citizens? So um, I'm not sure what you guys thought about the article. Um, are, Are you guys think it's viable for the United States to have some type of uh, United States insurance for everybody. I personally don't think that's a good idea. Um, I, I just don't even see how that's even possible when like the right now the insurance is is all messed up though. Um, sure it could use like restructuring, but I don't think making the Obamacare well, I mean, in general, like the, the insurance that we pay through our companies, like through through you know the employers that we work for and all that, um, just insurance in general. There's a lot of restructuring that needs to be done to make things more affordable, to make uh, like life saving surgeries and treatments more affordable, and, and just having more coverage for things. So I don't think that's going to get better if, if there's, like, a universal health care. Because I think even England does it, and uh, Canada does it. It's, like, free health care for the whole country. Like, universal health care, I think they call it, or something like that. I, I don't think that's, like, feasible.
1: No, yeah, I mean, it's this... Uh, in the United States, this would not have happened if she had just your regular... If she purchased her health insurance or like the one that you get from uh, from your employee. Uh, uh, employer gives you. I mean, uh, I don't think it would have happened because one of the first questions is you have insurance so they know they're going to get paid. Uh, and then they go into. Immediate like care. They might have you wait a couple minutes or like a little bit, but if you're in that much pain, they would have done something immediately. Um, I mean, I've seen it firsthand going to emergency rooms, and I mean, one of the first questions is like, after what's wrong? Do you have insurance? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and then if you don't, it kind of I feel like it, it gets kind of weird for them, and like, okay, who's gonna pay for this, right? And then the other thing right now that I see a lot of a lot of people use is those uh those clinics at like the pharmacies, which I don't understand but apparently a lot of people use them and you're not even seeing like a doctor, you're seeing like some nurse. And like, to me, it's like very, I don't get it. Like if you're sick, go to the doctor, like go to your doctor. But I have a feeling a lot of people have insurance, but they don't have doctors or like a regular doctor. So they'll just go to, they'll use those clinics.
0: Right. Yeah. They, they usually have like a nurse practitioner which I think it's like a step between a nurse and a doctor. So you're right. It's not like an official thing, I think, if, if I if I know it correctly. But sometimes even at the doctor's office, like if the doctor's on vacation or whatever, they'll have a nurse practitioner there to see you if you need to see them for something. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I don't know if I'm just becoming more of a softy the older I get. But i would like to see some type of nationwide insurance so that people could get medical care but i don't know how feasible it is as far as cost i mean we have a hard time paying for the shit that we have now and i would almost think that it would take a lot of budget cutting of stuff that's not necessary um maybe even budget cuts into other aids that we provide for citizens in order to provide the insurance, but I I don't think it's something that you could just keep tacking on to our taxes and to everything else that we pay for currently.
1: Well, you already pay for it. If you reside in Cook County, they have the Cook County hospitals. uh, They have a couple of like hospitals where it's free for anybody that lives in Cook County. If you have a Cook County address, if you live in that county, uh, I've been there. I've taken people there. Uh, I mean, the ER is pretty good, but for regular, like, uh, visits and, like, MRI scans and stuff like that, it's, it's a waiting game, in and it's pretty long, and they're pretty backed up on that. I know that, and, uh, uh, but for emergency care, it's pretty good uh, from my understanding, but for, like, day-to-day stuff, checkups, or to see your doctor on a follow-up visit after that yeah it's, you're gonna be waiting a while like we're talking like six to seven months
0: i mean the last time i went to the er uh was not too long ago it was maybe like eight months ago um i was having a little bit of chest pain it was the middle of the night it was like right before going to bed i was starting to have like a chest pain you know kind of like when you go to like maxwell's and you like eat like three polishes And then, you know, like one gets kind of lodged right there underneath (laughs) your heart. But it was something like that, man. I was having like this pain and in the back of my head, I thought I'm like, "Eh, it's probably a heartburn or I ate something. I didn't think I was having like a heart attack. But the more and more I was laying there and the pain wouldn't go away, Alana's just like, you know, you got to call Peter, my doctor. And find out what's going on so i I paged him he called me back and he's just like look if you're having chest pains you got to go to the emergency room what are you waiting for he's like you don't know what it is he's like you might as well be safe or sorry you got insurance right he's like oh so i went (laughs) and and i i did go i did tell him i had insurance but they had me wait dude they had me wait now granted it was around the the whole COVID thing was still kind of hot uh it was still kind of going on and I I did wait like ten fifteen minutes before anybody really saw me and started taking my vitals. So even with insurance, I I, I mean, granted, it was ten o'clock, eleven, I think, at night. Uh, so it's it's not like I went at like three in the morning kind of thing. I
1: mean, that's normal. I mean, right? If you look at that Elmhurst Hospital, that new one, when they first opened it up before I moved out here they had a waiting sign, like, oh, ER waiting, like, it was always, like, five minutes or less, then when I've taken here, uh, people in the emergency room out here, I've taken, I think the most we ever waited was, like, 10 minutes, compared to that lady waiting hours, like, like let's say 10 right. minutes to her, if I would have saved her life, I mean, the doctor kind of says, like, yeah, maybe not, but who knows, but at least they wouldn't know what they were dealing with a lot earlier than fucking seven hours before they they like she's not gonna make it right because they right. waited a full day basically a work day like seven hours like it's which is ridiculous
0: or at least some painkillers to make her pain go away.
1: I think they did give her painkillers and that's when they kind of figured out like oh man she's got internal bleeding this and that and that's why she's in so much pain but then she did she wasn't gonna make it the doctor says like she's not gonna make it. So I don't know how the size of the hospital and all that stuff, but, uh, but that's what I'm saying. To me, if you go to an ER, if they're not rushing you in on a gurney or something, I think ten minutes or less is excellent in this country. Anything over that, I think you, that's usually when you see stuff go down. I, I people get agitated or pissed off, you know. And but ten minutes, I think to me it's pretty good.
0: Right, for sure, for sure.
1: So what they do with with they they give you a. Uh, an MRI or something, they checked your ticker out and
0: they're like, you just have gas or something? Oh, for me, um, they ended up uh, like um, giving me an EKG and that came out okay. Came out normal. Uh, My blood pressure was normal. They ended up giving me an x-ray. Everything on my chest looked normal. So they just observed me for like three hours and then finally they're like, yeah, it's probably either gas or maybe you have some uh, fatty tissue underneath your breastplate. That, too, they're like, it could be stress and, and whatnot. So they, they just basically sent me home. And uh, shortly after that, I went for a stress test and everything came back normal on that, too. So they were just like, yeah, lose some weight and I'm sure you'll feel better. And so uh, that's that's the whole idea with uh, you think maybe a,
1: a cigarette. Would it alleviated your chase, chest pain?
0: I think if I knew that. It was like my last moments, I probably would have asked for a cigarette because I'm like, hey, what the hell, I'm out of here anyways in a few minutes.
1: And then when you got the bill, you had to go back to the ER, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, luckily, uh, like you mentioned, Andy, uh, depending on your coverage for your work, you know, some insurances cover well and some don't. And so, you know, kind of back to circling to the article, Ah man, I would I would love for everybody to have that ability to be able to go see a doctor. But I stuff like this worries me. Where if you have to wait seven hours because the you know ER is so backed up, it's kind of concerning, man. It's like uh, if we do kind of push forward with giving some kind of U.S. insurance, would we have problems like this?
1: I think we would, as any. Uh, uh a country that has socialized medicine like in europe and in canada i mean it's definitely not perfect but i think they cover a lot of the basics very well everything above that uh, it's like hit or miss i know i remember reading something a while back that a lot of canadians when they're diagnosed with something or they need some type of surgery uh, they don't really want to wait and they'll come to the united states And have have it done because they'll get it done quicker. And like Mexico, they don't have socialized medicine, you have to pay for everything, but the cost of it is very cheap. Um, so that's why a lot of Americans go down there to get some of this stuff done. And I know what people who travel who are not from uh, uh Mexico they do charge them more than if you're a citizen of the U.S. or a citizen of Mexico. I do know that, and it's like, i think 20 percent more something i was reading uh when i was watching these bloggers and uh so i mean you get what you pay for um but i mean i'm kind of like you like i don't know if, if if socialized medicine would work in this country because that system compared to how it is right now it's uh, it's like night and day i think here you get so many tests they do all these checks. You get second opinions and stuff like that and the insurance pay. If you have insurance, even though you have insurance, you still might pay. But you're going to get double check it. You're going to get those opinions in, in, in those socialized countries. You're like you're not used to paying for anything when it comes to medicine, little to nothing. I don't think you would uh, want to get a second opinion or something like that. I think you're like, well, it is what it is, you know. And here, I think people are like, no, nah, I'm not going to take that. I'm going to go over here and pay or whatever. And the insurance might cover it. If I go to a Specialized, like we have all those cancer uh, hospitals and like uh, Mayo, you know, the Mayo Clinic for Men's Health. And like you could that affords you that option with insurance here. If you have Socialized Medicine, I don't know if you could do that.
0: Right, right. Yeah, and it's it's crazy right now um i i had my own little thing too uh last january where i was in the waiting room for i want to say almost an hour um and I, it's when i had covid and so i didn't have insurance so i've been in that end i've been on the end with with insurance and without it both you know i'm just grateful that we have somebody there but yeah i mean what happened over there in Canada, That that's like, there's there's no excuse for all that, for the negligence, um, especially when you're, you're in that much pain. I mean, I, I was feeling like crummy, but I wasn't in like crying levels of pain, you know, so waiting an hour there was worth it for me because I was like, I just want to get some kind of, you know, what is it called? You know, once over and then, you know, maybe a treatment or whatever I can get for this COVID thing. And you know thankfully they saw me and they you know they told me i i would be okay essentially my oxygen was good and all that i didn't need to go to hospital or nothing so you know i was grateful that i got to see somebody but i do feel for this family that you know had a loser their their mother their their sister their their wife all that and it's uh it's, it's it's you know tragic tragic thing dude but uh i think that uh is gonna wrap things up for today guys uh, thank you so much for joining us on the Freeform Network. If you're not already, please follow us on Twitter at FFR Podcast. And if you have any questions or suggestions, just email that to FFNQuestions at com. From Freeform Radio, my name is Noel. And we have Daniel. Yes, sir. About to watch the NFC-AFC uh, Championships, man. So we'll see who's going to go to the Super Bowl. Oh there you go And Andy
1: It's all good Andy And then let us know Your health scares Or your waiting At uh, an ER Uh, Because I I really want to know To me I've never waited really long I've waited a fucking long time At a doctor's office Before I even even, After you check in I've experienced that But the ER has been pretty good So But I hope everybody has a good week
0: Most definitely And we wish you a great night and a beautiful tomorrow.